welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. You are about to hear a very special three-part series about my adventures through DragCon UK 2023. I had such an incredible time in London and I can't wait to share this episode with you. I recorded the majority of the interviews on the floor of the Excel Center, so if you hear some loud noises in the background, well, that's just the DragCon experience for you. If you haven't listened to part one or part two yet, go back and listen. We'll be waiting for you right here when you return. And I am amped to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Amped Accessories. Amped Accessories is a Canadian-based LGBTQ plus jewelry and accessory brand worn by some of your favorite Rue girls, from Nikki Doll to Brooklyn Heights to Rita Vega. They are the fabulous creator of the crown and scepter found on Canada's Drag Race and Canada Verse the World. Visit AmpsAccessories.ca for my favorite jewels on the planet. Follow them on Instagram at AmpsAccessories and buy them in person at DragCon UK, LA, and wherever they decide to go next. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterInTheNow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Penis, penis, penis. Oh, we're keeping this in. I'm here with Legends of Montreal, Rita Vega, Giselle. Bonjour, hi. Bonjour, bonjour, hi. We're excited to be here. We're, we're great. Are you great? Uh, I, I'm feeling amazing. This is a dream come true. I love uh, meeting everyone around the world. Yeah. This is amazing. And chocolate. Us. And chocolate, too. Yes. We are here at Dragon, international queens galore. Anyone you were really excited to meet? Oh, yeah, of course. We were excited to meet RuPaul. Yeah. Because, you know, in Canada... True. We, we have our own RuPaul, but it's, you know, it's not quite the same. Exactly. We love Brooklyn. We love you, but we it's not the you. same. Absolutely. And we did meet her when the, she uh, was cutting yeah. the ribbon. Exactly. Absolutely. I was a meter from her when she cut it. You can see a picture of me pointing her. I'm so natural and easygoing with famous people. Amazing. No, I'm it's literally freaking thing. out. Watch the picture, people. I look crazy. But... It was really cool. Just to have Jinx talk yeah. to me like a friend was a dream come true. That's amazing. Now, I've had Adriana on the show to talk about um, Montreal drag. She told me what I need to do if I ever go up there. I want to hear your advice. If I'm going to go to Montreal, what am I going to see? Well, you should go to Cabaret Mado. Yes, sure. yes. It's a must. And we have a very unique cabaret style, especially in Montreal. So you should go to that place and you should... You should come to see us yeah absolutely lot, uh, yeah, we have a beautiful community in Montreal for sure um, there's many many bar that uh, show drag queen but yeah um, what do you do to expect good performance a good looks and a good diversity in drag exactly but we have uh, drag kings gender bending uh, things and creatures drag with beard drag with no beard with no nose even yeah <laughs> drag with it's just so a moustache Drag with one eyebrows. Oh my God, so many diverse. And congratulations to both of you. You have big accomplishments. Congrats on your win. Thank and congrats so on Drag Race Belgium. Officially now. Thank you. Yeah. It's official. Um, so at Drag LA, I got I thought she lied all along. Right? Just before I saw a video of it. I was like, oh, oh, I didn't believe it. No, it's true. And then her nose started to move. <laughs> and then, yeah. Rough day. So in Drag LA, I got to talk to Nikki Doll, and she got to give me a little teaser of what we were expecting from Drag Race France. Without spoiling anything, what can we expect? Do you speak French? I don't. Alors tout le monde va mourir, mais il va en rester qu'une seule. For those who speak French, that's going to be. Mais ne va pas les manger. They're going to die. Um, when it comes to amazing looks, you both turn it all the time. What is your collaboration process like? Uh, I know she's at draws. Uh, yeah. I do too. I, I'm not that good at, with a sewing, sewing machine. She is. Like, yeah. yeah. I think I go true with the project, but mainly with Rita, you just we just scratch book a lot. We do design and we draw a lot what we want. Yeah. And I think the best part is knowing what you want, and you can go with designer after that and create. Yeah. We have many designer yeah. friends too, but we also talented people. But now you know it's more and more popular these days, so it's hard to keep our designers because they're yeah. also booked and blessed. Yeah. We made them famous, and now it's sure really did. hard. We have to fit in a schedule. Oh. A schedule, eat my ass. Yeah. 
Do you and, know who I am? Oh my god! And little, I made you. Just kidding. We don't do this. A little shout out to Ant Accessories. Uh, you wear a lot of Ant Accessories, yes. and you have a crown. Yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one suit, but I pay for it. That's right. You have the hot dog. Um, I have a scepter. Mm -hmm. It's true. I did pay for that. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> What's next for both of you? Um, so many things. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm hosting a TV show in Quebec too. Yep. Uh, we just announced uh, Belgium, uh, also uh, different musical projects coming up. Amazing. So follow all my pages and yeah. you'll see. Um, and I will kill Giselle. Yeah, <laughs> soon, soon, soon after this amazing trap. But uh, for me, I would say um, I will follow the wave. So just having fun, go around Canada, I around the world. Follow the wave. Follow the wave. Follow the wave. Follow the yeah, for sure. Amazing. So, um, yeah, and I love meeting all around the people all around the world. It's really, really fun. So I'm gonna do a war on the catwalk uh, this uh, spring with uh, Trinity, uh, the yeah, talk, ID, exactly. Everyone's here, Cabramado. Every Tuesday, I'm still there, and it's a really nice show. Take yeah. a, take tickets before if you want to come. But yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to take a trip to Montreal. Thank you, you so much to. for chatting. Come to Montreal. Venez sur Montréal. <laughs> Venez sur les Montreal. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. I didn't say anything, right? Naughty. Naughty. I'm here with the fabulous Hopper Top. How are you? I'm good, thank you, darling. How are you? I'm doing all right. This is day fest. What has it been like for you so far? Oh, it's been absolutely overwhelming. I cannot, uh, genuinely, I cannot believe just the outpouring of love that I've received yeah. in the last kind of two days. It's um, a bit of proper like pinch me moment. Like genuinely, when we walked to the pink carpet, yeah, I was like, okay, we're like ticking off dreams here. This is this is really cool. And this is your first official one as a Rue girl. My first ever drag on as a Rue girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the international queens are here. Was there anyone you were super excited to meet? Oh my goodness me, everyone, honestly. I'm, I'm a big fan of the show, mm -hmm. of the show. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, I've seen all of the franchises as well, so um, it's just been a really lovely time, and we've always been having a lovely chin wag in the old canteen upstairs and in the hotel, it's been really nice. So I'm from America, this is my first time in the UK. What do I need to do before I leave? Oh my goodness me, right. I would say, um, first things first, head to London Bridge. Okay. Go through a scare maze. All right, all right, that sounds fun. Do you like to be scared? <laughs> Sometimes. You're going to love it. I mean, I work with drag queens, so well, that's a scary down, thing. We are literally the scariest <laughs> monsters in the whole wide world. It's true. Go do a scare maze. Um, I would then also say, go to Soho. All right. And uh, if you go to Soho, you can buy yourself a waffle penis with cream and jam. There it is. I'm here for that. That's very nice. I'd also say, um, get yourself a snog. Okay. You can go to a club and get a snog, but it's a snog yogurt, and that's very, very nice. All right, I'm going to do it. UK4 was an incredible season, top-notch talent. Dare I say, you went a little too soon. Way too soon, babes. Way too soon, if I, uh, if I might say. There, there is something on the show that Camp Drag just doesn't get as much of an appreciation as it deserves. And at the root of drag is camp. Why do you think that is? I've no idea. Here's the thing. I love a fashion runway, don't get me wrong, but I'm not a fashion queen. Mm -hmm. um, the most I go into that world is sort of a punk vibe. Sure. But um, it's, it's, it's funny to me because actually drag is camp. Right. And it's a drag competition. It's a drag show. Mm -hmm. So let's embrace all drag. Right, especially British drag. There's so much campery in it. Well, British drag comes from pantomime and sort of end of the pier stuff. That's where it all started. Yeah. You know, Danny LaRue, we've got, um, oh my goodness me, Lily Savage. I of can't believe I nearly Lily forgot Savage. Lily Savage's name. That's where it all started. So Absolutely. I think um, if we don't keep carrying that through, then uh, we might lose it. Come Alive was such an incredible track. What was it like doing that song with your sisters? Oh my God, I absolutely loved it. One, because it was a sort of a punk rocky song. Um, two, honestly, working with Leland as well. Right. John is just unreal. Yeah, we're a Leland fan, but also Leland because of his connection to like Troy Sivan. Yeah, 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 yeah. As well, darlings, darlings, darlings. <laughs> and also Freddie Scott as well. Of course, yeah. In sound engineering. Um, fellow redhead. Very yeah, I mean, there was some flirting going on. We saw it. Oh, honey, it was there. It was blatant. It was, it was there. Obvious. It was absolutely yeah, yeah. there. Um, you look incredible today. 
what is the inspiration for your look? <gasps> Thank you so much. So, um, I am, I guess at the moment, I'm pretty angry with the world. Fair. So, uh, it's a very punk vibe, and um, I'm very hot in it. I don't know how long we're going to last in this. <laughs> <laughs> we are sweating in places I didn't know could sweat. Fair. So, uh, there's a fun little thing for your listeners. What's next for Cover Top? Oh, I've got new music on the way. Lovely. And uh, should be on TV again soon. I can't love say that. what, but uh, keep your eyes summer 2023 amazing well it is an honor meeting you thank you so much for chatting thank you so much lovely to meet i love your rhinestone top by the way Very thank nice. you i am here with canadian legend tainomi banks how are you oh my god you're hey. we all know that I um but we're also at the Bank of Tainomi. This yeah. booth is incredible. I think it's the best one here. Honestly, you no might shame. you you might have it. <laughs> what was the inspiration? I am so slow. My name has banks in it, and so when I was talking to a few friends who work with a marketing company here, um, named Creative Hotel, they were like, "Hi, why didn't you open your own bank?" I was like, "What?" And then I was like, <laughs> "I surprised my manager too. He came and he's like, what the hell?'" So yeah, it turned out phenomenal. Look at it's, this. it's stunning. It really look at the, is. Look at the walls. Look at this. All of it. It's so great. So and, I'm excited. And you have like a money machine. Oh, that was the one thing. When I when I did the DragCon in LA, there was an element missing. Like you really want to go to the people and the fans and stuff like that. Especially some of the girls who place a little bit lower. Like how do you you know gain that connection? Yeah. This. It's so fun. Everyone's talking about it. Even the other drag winners come over and play with and I don't know it's just and the UK is amazing yeah like everyone's so nice here and so lovely the family community the spirit absolutely is this so is my here. first time in the UK really? yeah oh I, my god hello it's, it's been fun <laughs> okay. being here um, between DragCon LA DragCon UK any differences? yes yeah, so the few things they said uh, the community it's just different like it's just I don't know everyone's so campy fun no one takes it too seriously uh, in the states it's such a and it's not our fault it's just the competitions and they Absolutely. like it's it, it's I had a great time over there but you could just tell everyone's just so lovely here yeah everyone and it feels like they turned on the air conditioning today finally honey finally you see my face it's yeah. sitting yeah constant um, <laughs> We have all the international franchises here. Yes. Anyone you were excited to meet for the first time? Um, for the first time? I honestly, it was kind of weird. I met Trinity for the first time. Oh, yeah. And, like, we've heard each other. She heard of me. And it was just like, I don't know. I was just like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Like, it was really nice. Vivian I met for the first time. I really, really like her a lot. She's amazing. Um, who else did I meet for the first time? And I was like, oh, my God, Daddy Beard. Yeah. Yeah. He was so, he's so, so nice. And I didn't think he would know me. I don't know why I do that. But I went to his booth and he's like, oh, he got so excited. It's just so nice when the queens are so, like, loving and share that. With all the international franchises, we get to learn about drag from other countries. What is it like being able to showcase Canadian drag? Honestly, we, because I feel like sometimes, and I think this is a self-sabotage thing that us Canadians do, we always think we're a small part of the pond. And it's like, no, we have phenomenally talented girls there, like Priyanka. Absolutely. And like, that's why I love her so much. She just pushes the envelope. She's like, nope, we're here. Just like Drake. We're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, so. What's next for Tainomi? What's next? I think I have like a few prides and a tour coming up again. Um, I'm not sure if you saw, but I opened for Nelly, or danced for Nelly Furtado mm -hmm. in Australia. Um, so that's another thing. Music. I'm deciding not to be scared and start singing more. Um, because everyone's wanting that for me. Oh my God. So I'm gonna. I mean, it's, it's kind of amazing to see how drag has allowed queer music to shine so brightly. Honey, right? It's, it's important. Vince. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Vincent. I want to be like that. Like yeah, yeah. So like he's queer, but like like headlining things. Oh, I just don't know. I just want to dive into that world a little bit more. I love that. Well, it is an honor meeting you. Thank you so much for thank chatting. You. Well, thank you. Thanks for stopping, everyone. My precious, how are you? I'm here with Precious Paul and Nicole. How are you? Hi, baby. I'm doing great. It's it amazing. Is so, Thank you. Um, so I, on the podcast, do a preview podcast where mm -hmm. we, we make our predictions of what we think is going to happen on the season. Mm -hmm. You were my winner pick. Mm -hmm. I knew from the Meet the Queens. No, don't patronize me. No, you, you were my winner sure? pick. sure? Absolutely. Thank um, you. Congratulations on your win. Thank you. What is it like being able to share Filipino drag with the world? 
it, it means everything to me. Like I've been I've been waiting for this for a very long time because I've been doing drag for 12 years now. So every drag queens in the Philippines are like really looking forward to this moment and to that moment, of course. So it's really you know it's it's so amazing. It's it, it's finally for me it's a dream come true. Absolutely, it's a dream come true. And the season really was special to all of you because you knew each other. Yeah. What is it like to compete with your sisters, especially the Divine Divas? <laughs> that bitches. <laughs> At first, of course, I was terrified because I, I don't want to beat my sisters. At first. But then when we, we, we got in, all of us were like, okay, whoever wins, we have to support each other because we were sisters even before. So uh, no one breaks our friendship, e even the crown. So it's it's I'm really thankful because uh, the two of them very, are very supportive. They even lent me their their costumes and their wigs. So yeah, it's it's a very uh, you know it's a very fulfilling and a very life changing experience. Absolutely, with them. it's, it's uh, I will I will cherish this for the rest of our lives. Now, Dragons Philippines is the first international untucked. Y'all brought the drama. And you, we um, did. You stirred the pot a little bit. What? A did little I? bit, and then just ate food as no. the as everyone was. I don't remember. <laughs> no, it's funny because uh, even me, when we when we were filming that, and we, when when it got shown to us, I was like, "What the heck? Did I, what did I do?" You and I Eva. really forgot it. I really forgot that. I, I honestly forgot that because I was really just playing around. And look who's here. The one that I popped here. That was George Corazon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, the pop steered victim. <laughs> now, one of the most special, beautiful moments was seeing your brother come to this show. Were you Thank expecting you. it? No, not at all. Because uh, 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 for your information, my brother is in the province, and it, it will take like ten hours bus drive, bus ride, for him to be able to come to the to to, our, to the city. So uh, when when we got asked if if who's we want to be you know to be in that episode i was i gave just i just gave my best friend's name i was like oh, just let him in yeah so i was not really expecting at all because it's it's still locked down it's in the middle of pandemic right. so like it was it was i was really thankful for that you look amazing today Thank what you. is the inspiration okay this is uh we called her back in the philippines we call her Shasha saturna she's like the uh the Wonder Woman of the of the U.S. of the Philippines, but she's gay. I love that. Yeah, and you can you can look into my booth. There's a magazine there that tells the story about who and what is she. I love that. And she's very iconic. The first gay Filipino hero in the Philippines. We call her Saja Saturna. Amazing. Thank now, you. You had a lot of iconic uh, guest judges, um, and you got to do Regine in front of Regine. Yeah. What Regine? What was that like? <laughs> that, what was it like to do that in front of her? Well, at first I was really excited when I got to know that when we got announced to be she was uh, going. But when the, when I was preparing, I was like, "Fuck, I, I might get wrong, and I know it, it will make or break me because uh, I used to to see her watch me." Yeah. But I never got the chance for for her to judge me in a in a competition. So it's really you know, frightening. It's it's. I was scared. Yeah. I was scared because I don't want to insult her because I really respect her. I've I've been uh, impersonating her for for ten years. So yeah, it's 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 near bracket. Yeah. It's really. So I we actually have um, the American version of that song. Yes. Um, Three little ducks. I just keep on saying quack 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 all the time. So thank you for that. Shang leader na nagsabi na. Quack, quack. <laughs> What's thank next you. for Precious? Oh, I don't know if I'm able to, uh, to share it. What are you allowed, to, I'm share? allowed to share? I'm going home on Tuesday. Great. <laughs> so we got to follow along. <laughs> no, back in the Philippines, uh, me and my sisters, the Divine Divas, are going to have a major concert. So it's going to be on the February 10, 2023. So uh, it's the first time that uh, that uh, drag queens will be highlighted in a major concert. So I've been I will be very busy when I get back. And then after after that, I'll be in uh, Melbourne because I'll be attending the World Pride. Lovely. Yeah, on on uh, the 20th of the February. 
Amazing. Well, it is such an honor getting to chat with you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, baby. It's my honor. And thank you for dropping by. I really appreciate it. I am here with the royalty of Drag Race España, Jota Carajota. How are you? I'm fine. Getting the drag on. I'm so, so happy to be here. I got to see you perform last night with the rest of your sisters from España. What a great show. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed it a lot of, well, a lot of with my sister from my season because it's a dream come true performing in London. Drag Race España is one of the best franchises of all of Drag Race. What is it like sharing drag from Spain with the entire world? Oh, it's important because we have a special culture in Spain that it's a local culture of drag. It's not like there are no famous drag queens in Spain. So the opportunity to be famous since RuPaul's Drag Race come to Spain, it's uh, the best thing that can happen because we can put uh, the uh, local Spanish drag, flamenco, Spanish things in the top of the world. So I'm so, so happy that uh, Drag Race Spain come to the world. Your season had the best talent show oh, in the franchise. The talent show. What was it like to get to share your art that way? I um, enjoyed a lot of the talent show because it was like, uh, we are so different in, our se in my season. So uh, um, all the drugs do different things. And I prepared like a Spanish tanguillo with a piano. And I'm so, uh, so proud to yeah. be the best talent show in the world. Who inspires you as a drag artist? Um, my inspiration for the drag are my um, uh, Spanish queens like divas españolas, like uh, Lola Flores, Rocío Jurado, Isabel Pantoja, that uh, do flamenco show, and the punk queens like Lady Gaga, Marilyn Manson, Debbie Bowie, Glam. So I think I do a mix of these things, and that's me. Now, obviously, there was controversy about the scarf and what, who originated it. What's the truth? The scarf? Yeah, the Lola Flores. Um, oh, uh, Lola Flores yeah. scarf. Oh, it's on the. It's on the. It's real. It's authentic. It's the real. It's the real. All right. I, I, I bring it. I talk it with Estrella because Estrella is my friend, so we do a perfect show doing like, oh, it's fake, <laughs> it's fake, the scarf, but it's real. And my grandmother have uh, a present for Lola Flores because she's from my same city. Um, I have the scarf, but it was the only show for the gotcha. drug Yeah. <laughs> What's next for Hota? More music? I think I'm going to do more music. I'm going to release a new single um, this um, on January. And after that, I'm on tour from Spain, so I hope you can see it. I would love to. Thank you so much for chatting. Thank you, thank you. I'm sorry for my bad English, but I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. I am here with New York's finest Miss Comedy Queen, yes. Tina Burner. That is Miss National Comedy Queen is the title. Right. That's right. How so, are you? I'm very well. On day three, Dragon um, Husky Voice, very Kathleen Turner serving it. It's so good to see you, oh, and thanks. you are the New York dream. You you made it to the show. Yeah. What is it like to now be a part of the franchise and be here at Dragon? Um, it's amazing. It's it, the doors. It's open as far as opportunities that are available. Um, I don't want anyone to ever think that because I got on the show, like things are just handed to you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It, it gives you a chance to uh, show yourself to a whole new, you know, group of people. After being Absolutely. in New York for, you know, 12 years doing drag, it was that audience, and I'm able to now, you know, annoy I, people everywhere else. I have been to your shows many times. You are one of the funniest people on the oh, planet. Thanks. And and just the way you derive a comedy mix <laughs> is unmatched. Thanks. What is your inspiration? Oh, I love to tell a story. Mm -hmm. uh, growing up, I watched a lot of like obviously film and television and movies and like big movie buff. And I always wondered what I was going to do with that stuff. So it's like, I like to just take a topic, do a lot of research. It's almost like writing a thesis or going to yeah. college and like, just put it all together. I think the mistake a lot of girls make is they're just like, let's throw in these numbers and make it cute. And I think that the audience wants to be taken on a journey. That's what yeah. I like to do, like a five minute journey. Now your legacy in New York is still alive and well, Star Search. Oh my God, yes. One of the greatest drag yeah. competitions probably on the planet. Yeah. 
Why is that show so important? It's so important because it has been around uh, the longest running you know, drag competition in New York City. It's important to keep things like that going because it's a legacy that needs to continue and keep drag alive. And, yeah. But it's more important because it gives uh, newer queens an opportunity to showcase their talent yeah. in front of an audience. Because sometimes, you know how it is, like people don't want to give new girls opportunities. Yeah. And like, I mean, that show's launched a lot of careers in yeah, New York. Yeah, it launched my career. Yeah. I was like bartending at, at Excess and I would run over after and I would like perform there when I was like working there and like it just it's always a in my heart because it's my cheers yeah. you know you've been able to tour the world yeah. with combining theater and drag yeah into a wonderful cabaret what is that like it's it's amazing I don't think a lot of people do it which I find weird yeah um uh, I guess I'm just a theater nerd and uh it's it's drag is theater I think yeah. that's a lot of what people miss is that it's performance and it's um, it's amazing to put the two together. Yeah. It's just yeah, you know, it's yeah. What's the next dream? The next dream, I guess, All Stars would be one. All right. Uh, just because I love to be bitter, and I love the competition. I mean, it took me three times to win nationals. So Fair. you know, I just love to. The best part about it is, I went into Drag Race. I think not comfortable in who I was, sure. but I learned a lot. I walked in, I went, oh wait, you know what I mean? Like there's so much more to learn. And even since then I've grown so much. So like, I think it's a learning experience and I'd love to take what I've learned and go back. Also, I would love to do Broadway. Yes, please. I, I wrote um, with my musical collaborator, we wrote an original musical over the summer um, and recorded all the tracks, like 13 original songs. And uh, yeah, hope to bring it to stage soon. That would be amazing. It's really great. It's kind of what I'm going to leave behind, so I'm very excited that. about it. Well, congrats on all of your success. It's amazing to see you shine. Thank you very much. I am here with the lip sync assassin, Black Peppa. How are you? I am doing fine, thank you. I'm very happy today. Every last day, I'm ready to turn it and just to meet the last of who I can see until probably DragCon LA. Absolutely. I mean, I hope to be at DragCon LA as well. I mean, you are a super fan favorite. What is it like to meet the fans here? It is such a good feeling. I've met so many people, especially um, yesterday. Um, even kids that are like, Mommy, it's Black Pepper. And I'm just like, oh my God. It's, it's like the most like rewarding feeling. Yeah. I, didn't, I would have never thought being on a show, I would get to experience that kind of feedback and like yeah. people just really loving my art and my craft for what it is yeah so it's, it's just like a it's a feeling I can't even put into words and and your story touched a lot of people representation matters and have you gotten to hear feedback from the fans here yeah um, so me and Silky and I we did a audible talk and we we're talking about you know black representation and I was saying like it really helps when you see someone that reminds you of yourself because that is what representation is. Absolutely. And um, I think for me personally, I, as I said on the show, I never had someone that looks like me um, to inspire me. And being able to do events like this and see people come up to me like you inspire me, thank you for that representation. It makes me feel so good because I am that person for them. Yeah. So it, um, it really is rewarding. You are a entertainer through and through. Sure, you're in the bottom lip syncing, but we get to see the Black Pepper show. Yeah. <laughs> Where is your inspiration as a performer? Where do you get it from? What is it from? I just think because I'm Caribbean. Like, I love to move. I'm not, I never went dance school or anything. I wish I did. Um, but I just always love moving. I would, when my parents are out of the house, I would play Beyonce and be dancing in my room until I'm sweaty. And then as soon as my dad arrives, I turn the music off and I pretend I'm studying. So I always enjoyed like the dancing and the movement side of things. And when I'm on stage, I just feel electrified. I feel like, I'm back in my room again, I'm back to my seven-year-old self, and I can just have the time of my life. You bring art and fashion into your looks every time. Yeah. What is your collaboration process like? Oh, it's very much collaborative. Like, I feel like a collaboration needs to be going both ways. Yeah. It's not just about one person getting to do one thing and the other one not. I am very creative when it comes to my visual like aesthetic. And when I work with people, I want to get inside their head and I want to pick at their brain and see what they can do. And then I also want them to be on the same page as me. Sometimes they get it, sometimes they don't get yeah. it. Um, and that's okay. But like, some people can think like, I'm, you're too stubborn, you're trying to be too specific. But I think like, that's what makes an artist a true artist. Sure. You know, like having a vision and sticking to your guns. And then people are like, I've never seen that before. That's yeah. what you need. International Drag Race franchises are here at DragCon. Yeah. Who are you excited to meet? Who have I not met? Um, 
I mean, we were all staying in the same hotels. So I met so many lovely people. I met Jada, I met Heidi, I met um, Envy Peru. I met Envy Peru already, actually, in Ibiza. Um, but I really still want to meet Candy Muse. I haven't met her yet. All right, we'll, we'll try to make it happen. We'll tell her to come over and say hello. Please, if you can. I would love that. What's next for Black Peppa? What can you Lo share? Oh, um, I wish I could tell you one specific thing that's happening really soon, but I'll get in trouble. Um, but I will have more music. Amazing. I am going to have a lot of really creative stuff, um, visual shoots that I'm doing, stuff I've done already that I haven't released yet. And I will be doing some more performances, I'll be doing more tours, I'll be doing the Down Under tour, New Zealand and Australia with the top four, so me, John Burns, Danny and Chet. And then we'll be doing the Boss Events tour in, is it April? I think it's April. Amazing. Yeah, I hope it's April. I don't want to get that wrong. Well, thank you so much for chatting. It's an honor meeting you. It's a pleasure meeting you. Thank you, guys. I am here, Chaos. Shell's on last day of DragCon. How are we feeling? Exhausted. Pretty incredible though. It's been an amazing weekend. I mean, you both look incredible today. Thank you. Um, who are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing my designer from back home, Calgary, Alberta, Smother Teresa, banana look from the show. Love it. Yeah, and this was newly made. Actually, she made a couple of costumes for uh, Drag Race for me. Her name's Karma K. So she's a local Saskatoon designer and drag queen as well. So Amazing. love her. So obviously, representation matters. Yeah. You're both here. You've got to share your stories on the show. Why was that so important? I'll let you start with this one, babe. Um, it's important for a lot of reasons. So there's a lot of things that I want to say on the show, and that's one that was really important to talk about. say, because um, I've been talking about indigenous issues for a lot of years and it's what I built my platform on. Um, both my parents are educators, so like from birth, you know, my bedtime stories were about residential school, you know. Um, my father's a residential school survivor. So it was always very important for them to make sure I was aware of where I come from and uh, be educated on the issues we face. But even growing up still, they always told us like, we're native, we're indigenous, but I didn't know what that meant because we always grew up in cities or wherever they worked, we never lived in our home community. So I still had that sense of identity that I didn't understand. And so I was able to you know, move around a lot and experience other communities, but then getting to go back home and finding myself again or finding where my roots are, I realized how much uh, that meant to build this basis of confidence. And I see how not knowing where you're from, no matter if that's just by blood or family, community, whatever, you'll always feel like something's missing. And so when I see that in others, specifically with the indigenous community, I need to let other people know, like, it's okay. Like, we're all reconnecting in our own ways. And um, I think that was so impactful. You know, I'm so glad we got to bond over that because I think there was just like, there's a reason we came together, you know, it's, it's like Absolutely. everything happens for a reason. I think that moment was very special. Yeah, I, I think seeing your Bond post-show has really been amazing for the fans to watch. Yeah, yeah it's just incredible. Like, the, truly that Bond from the show was just so real and yeah. genuine. And yeah. now she's one of my best friends. We try to spend much time together. We can tour together, do shows together, and talk about our stories. Yeah. And just Keep going with our dragon. She calls me every day and I just hang right up. <laughs> <laughs> now we're here at DragCon. Yes. With all of the international franchises, is there anyone you are super excited to meet? Oh my god, that's a good question. I think we like, well, I know for myself, I idolize like a lot of the artists that have come through. And, um, oh, it's hard to say. Just meeting everyone's exciting. Yeah. I mean, supporting art. Exciting, yeah, exciting. supporting our girls, you know, from Canada, because like, you know, we're not we're not the locals, but um, it's just cool to see everyone. It's the one time we get to all see each other. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot that I've met over the years performing, so I've seen quite a few already, except for like the newer seasons. And then one I really, really want to see was Charity Case. So the first thing we got here, I went up and gave her a big hug and met her. She's one of my inspirations as well. So obviously, it's great to share Canadian drag with the world. How would you describe Canadian drag? Horrible. <laughs> no, um, I think what makes Canada so special is uh, a huge personality. 
right? You know, it's about our expression and we're loud and we're a little obnoxious sometimes, but we're also a lot friendlier than the US girls. So I'm yeah. just gonna. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think I'd say Canada's very underseen. Yeah. There's a lot of amazing drag artists, very weird, unique, and different that's not really been seen before. Yeah. So that's been incredible. It's slowly being, slowly being shown on shows and platforms like Drag Race. Um, yeah, it's just the art is getting out there. And then we have the unique basis of indigeneity as well to build on, right? Like our influences with drag, you're always inspired by your upbringing, your background. And um, I think we get that unique edge of bringing indigenous culture to drag as well. Amazing. Yeah. What's next for both of you? What can you share? What are you allowed to share? Uh, what are we allowed to share? Uh, I'm currently working on an album. Lovely. Um, I'm kind of switching a little bit, not just drag. I'm doing drag and I'm doing country and Indian. Cool. So I'm kind of doing my platform, everything I grew up in, and other things, and also expressing things that are not in a lot of the culture through my music as I'm learning it as I go. Something I can say, can't really show anything, it's a long process, but it's getting there. Um, for me, I've been working a lot, uh, going around to different universities and educating and doing public speaking. So I thought I'd never be an educator, but here we are. Um, so I'm very grateful to do that and uh, going around Canada a lot, um, speaking on Indigenous issues. That's kind of what I'll always be doing, I think. But I'm going to start working on a comedy script. Just try to do a little more stand-up because um, she's kind of funny. Yeah. Just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah humble. I don't think I'm that great. Shut the fuck up. You're in a fucking <laughs> banana costume right now, bitch. Um, Anyways. One last question for you. I just joined TikTok. Uh-huh. What advice do you have for me? Uh, delete it. That's that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think what makes TikTok so special is that the algorithm is so smart, so it caters exactly to what you watch and what cool. you want. So um, find the people you love and block the people you don't like, because your mental health is a lot more important. That's the tea. Yeah. Thank you so much for chatting. Thank you. I'm here with Anubis. Oh my god, you look amazing. What is the inspiration for this look? Well, thank you. I'm doing an Alice in Wonderland booth just to round out the year. Obviously, I did my Wonderland single in July. Um, so every day I've done a different look from Alice in Wonderland. Today's the Mad Hatter. Oh, sorry, I just knocked your phone as well. You won't see that because it's a <laughs> podcast, but that's a little behind the scenes. I, I love this look. Why is it important and amazing to be here at DragCon? Well, it's my first ever drag con. I've never come as a fan or a queen, um, so it's a brand new experience. But I think it's nice because apart from the UK tour and shows, like you don't really get the opportunity to meet people a lot, and because it's so vibrant with so many different queens, it's nice to be able to meet so many different people. So that's yeah. my favourite part of it, and also looking incredible. This is my first time in the UK. Oh, fab. what do I need to do before I leave? Um, suck a dick behind a bike shed. I mean, I'm, it's I'm a getting, classic, I'm getting it's a, that from so many people. Yeah, you should. Well, at least you are. <laughs> We're here with so many international franchises. Was there anyone you were super excited to meet? Super excited to meet Diabetti. Met her yesterday. Lovely. So I was stupid enough to leave my phone at my booth. Lovely. Um, if you want to steal my phone, it's not at my booth anymore, you prick. Um, but yes, I am also excited to meet. I'm going to go see Jerigi later from Spain. Um, I just met Cam Hugh from France, yeah, doing a little international tour in, in one room. Now, obviously, we all know that your time on the show was cut way too short. What was your favorite look that you didn't get to show on the show? Oh, anything after episode one, really, to be honest. Um, I thought my red carpet wig was good. Um, my fruit look was, was quite fab. Um, and I would have loved to have done the Goddess Runway as well, just to bring a bit more of that Egyptian heritage to the Drag Race main stage. Who inspires you as an artist? Uh, in terms of drag, my biggest drag inspiration is probably Sasha Vlore. I've always been such a huge fan. Um, and luckily I got the chance to meet her last year and we've become closer and it's just been absolutely a dream come true. Um, but in terms of just like everyday inspiration, I'm inspired by Disney villains, um, old Hollywood, kind of jazz from the 60s and earlier. Um, but yeah, and also just like editorial fashion clown. That's basically everything I do. I love that. What's the next dream? What's next for you? Uh, I'm currently writing a new album, so that will be out in summer, uh, and then hopefully I'm going to tour that across the UK. Um, I would really love to do Drag Con LA as well, so hopefully that will be on the cards. Um, but yeah, just music all the way forward, to be fair. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for chatting. You're so welcome. Thank you.
here with the stunning winner of Drag Race España, Carmen Ferrara. How are you? Hola, hola. Muy bien. Estoy muy contenta. I'm so happy to be back on UK. We got to see you perform last night. Oh my God, you were legendary. Oh, thank you. Wow. I'm, I, I was so nervous because this uh, the people here is so amazing. Yeah. Um, this uh, is so, uh, the really fun of Drag Race and it's so important. It's a special uh, public is yeah. in English. Okay. And it was really cool to see you with all the other winners. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite other winner besides yourself? I, I, I have my, my favorite is Envy Peru because she's like my sister. I, I, it's so amazing. It's lovely. Oh, Envy is one of my favorite. Yes. It's amazing that we got to see Drag Race España and get to see drag culture and Spanish culture. What is it like sharing that with the world? Now, then of uh, Drag Race Spain. Uh, uh, people uh, love the track more uh, like a, like a art like art no yeah. because it's uh, it's art the track is art um, now uh, I think it's so important program like drag race because show uh, at the world this uh, type of art absolutely yes it's necessary you had legendary looks thank you did you have a favorite. I, I don't know. I, I think that every every look is so special for me because every uh, look is a moment, is a specific specific moment, like a wedding dress. No, it's mm -hmm. so special. Um, I don't know. I, every every look is so important for I, me. I loved your snake look so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank What's you. next for you? What next for me? Mm. What can you share? I need um. Growing more, seguir creciendo, um, make better than today. I love that. Thank you so much for chatting. Thank it's you an too. Honor meeting Thank you. you too. <laughs> I need sorry because my English is not very no, good, it, but it, I'm learning. You're getting better. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
Oh, I, you know, I would love to travel more. I'm loving it in London here. So if you're in London and you want to book Vivian Vanderpuss or beyond, uh, get, hit me up, baby. Yeah, hopefully we'll see you in America, too. In America. I would love that. I love America. Well, thank you so much for chatting. It's great to meet you. Thank you so much, eh? Bye. here with the stunning Electra Fence. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm having the time of my blinking. First official drag hunt as a Rue girl. What's it like? Oh my god, this is my first time. Yeah, it's my first time at drag hunt. This is crazy. I'm fangirling over people. Like, like all the Americans and everyone, I'm absolutely fangirling. I'm living yeah. my best life, loving it. And I'm surprised that like Americans in like Holland and Spain and France and Philippines, they know who I am. They love I'm you. Like, I'm like, what? Blows my mind. Who has been the most exciting person you've met so far from the international season? I would probably say Nigeria. I feel like me and Nigeria have got a connection. We see each other in the lift, we see each other at breakfast, and we just talk and she's a good time, dude, it's a good time, it's great. So you just came off of the tour with your sisters, what was that like? It was horrendous. No, I'm joking. It was amazing. I had the time in my life. We all got on. Like, do you know the thing about like, oh, we're all sisters, we're all best friends, but we truly are. We all, my season, we all get on. I don't think there's any, you know, arguments or anything that I know of. Well, not in my, not in my court anyway. It's all good. I love them all. And I've got a best friend, Vanity Milan. I love her. Absolutely. She's trash. So you are one of the most amazing performers we've seen on the show. Where do you get your inspiration? I've, I've always been like a dancer since being a little kid. But so my biggest inspiration, obviously it's gonna sound so cliche, is my mum. My mum's my biggest inspiration. So like, she's like achieved so much in her life and just smashed goals and like, proved people wrong. And that's my biggest, like my biggest, biggest inspiration. But like, I just love it. I love life, I love drag, I love makeup, I love it all. So much fun. So there, there must be a little bit of a curse if you jump off the stage, you get eliminated. You and Honey Davenport. Um, rumors. I, um, that's all I'm going to say, but I think it was both iconic moments. Rumors, rumors, schmoomers. You never know, I might be back one day. They might have me back on an All-Stars or a Versus the World. Who knows? Who knows? Ooh. What's next for you? What's next for me? Um, tomorrow, I'm going to get a Greg's mm -hmm. and just relax and just chill out and live my best life. And then I've got work all week. I've got, I'm doing this thing for the LGBTQI plus uh, podcast, that's why, sorry, listeners, so my um, my fiance just held a sign up saying podcast, and it wasn't the LGBTQIA plus podcast, you've lost me now, it wasn't that, but it's for this amazing campaign, it's not a frigging podcast, but I'm doing a podcast as well, I'm starting my own company, congratulations, which is going to be fun, it, like tuck shop, like club kids, those kind of things, and pay girls the good right, good fees, and just get a good life going, good brunches. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And I'm just gonna do a lot in LA, you live my best life. Yeah, so I hope to see you in America. You will, don't you worry, I'm going there soon, honey. Thank <laughs> you so much for chatting, it's great meeting Thank you. you. Great meeting you, I love you all, God bless, smash the world. Ah. I am here with one of my absolute favorite drag artists on the planet, Lady Camden. How are you? I am good. I'm so honored that I'm one of your fans. So, little story. I actually met you at DragCon New York 2019 when I featured you on my website. Oh my god. When you were just walking around because we saw your look and I was like, okay, that's that's the superstar. And look where you are now. <laughs> what is it like being at DragCon as a Rue girl? It's kind of crazy. I, I came to the 2021 here as well mm -hmm. as a fan. And of course, you always have those thoughts of like, maybe one day it'll be me, yeah. but you don't want to kid yourself too much or get too excited or too attached to that. Um, but obviously, deep down, it's like, oh, yeah. I'd like to just like have a sold out booth one day, you know. And you got it. I know. It's, it's, it's wild when things that you manifest actually do come true, but yeah. that yeah. doesn't happen very often. Absolutely. Now, you're here with all of your international sisters. Was there anyone you were excited to meet? Yeah, I was really excited to meet Juno Birch. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I know she's not a drag race franchise girl, but she's an she's a legend. star. Mm -hmm. And I've watched her videos of her playing the series so much. And I just think she's so unique and iconic. And, like, her brain is brilliant. Um, I was excited to, like, just meet all the UK girls because I have this weird sort of bug when I see them on TV. So to them even though I don't live in the UK like I'm so excited to meet some of the newer like Sminty yeah. and like Jombas and just all of them it's really really fun 
Well, speaking of newer queens, Drag Race Season 15 just aired. What advice do you have to your new sisters? Um, it's not get caught up in worrying about what people think now that you're famous. Like, people fall in love with you because of you and your brain and your ideas. No matter how silly and stupid your ideas might seem to you, like, don't get caught up in looking perfect. Yeah. Because there's more eyes on you. Just, just do you. Because I've, I've had moments where I'm like, oh, I need to be more this and more that because now I'm always paying attention. And it's like, no, your friends fell in love with you for the, yeah. the silliness that you have. You know? Absolutely. You had a brilliant run on your season, but I have to say my favorite moment was your Freddie runway. Um, by far one of the best reveals in the show's franchise. What? How did you come up with that? I don't know. I was literally like, I, I can't remember the process I got to that. Mm -hmm. I think I did a reveal similar to that in a show, not involving the fall, but like with the wig. Yeah. And I did a Gaga into Freddie, and mm -hmm. then I did like a Bowie moment too. And I just thought that that was quite San Francisco, that yeah. sort of gender fog or like the androgyny of it. And um, I think I wanted something that people back home in San Francisco would be like super into the theatrics of it. I didn't think too much about it, but I do remember turning the corner for the runway and right before it being like, maybe I shouldn't do it. Yeah. Because it's like a silly, it's a risk, you know. I didn't want to fall and then the moustache like not. Get sure. There. So I was really fucking scared. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was such a moment. And when you revealed the plushie, I had to buy it. It was yeah. one of the ones I had to yeah. do. So on the podcast, we have the Block Talk Drag Race End of the Year Awards, where I have my listeners vote on categories for various things for all the seasons of the year. And you have won favorite contestant. So I am here to give you a coveted Rue Block Talk oh badge. My God, Congratulations. Thank you. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah. I just won something. So the listeners are in love with you, and so am I. I need to listen now, too. Yes, please. Oh What's next for Lady Camden? What, what are you allowed to share? Um, I'm going to take a little vacation this weekend. I'm going to go to Barcelona. Mm -hmm. um, have some fun. And then I'm just going to probably be doing more gigs around the country, around hopefully the UK as well. A little bit of touring again. Um, I want to spend some time working on personal projects. And Absolutely. I want to get into like, a podcast. I've been talking about doing more um, I have been like wanting to sort of work on a one woman show in a small capacity. Just little sort of personal projects I would like to start working on. I've been touring and performing for a year. I think it'd be really nice to start focusing on like what it is I want to do as an artist beyond just performing in yeah. clubs and on stage. Um, so I think some brainstorming and some little bits and bobs. Amazing. Well, it is so amazing to chat with you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for my award. I'm going to wear it with pride. One, two, buckle my shoe. I'm here with Cheryl Hall. How are you? Baby, I am so good. I mean, I'm exhausted, but I'm... Doing well. Last we spoke, we were at DragCon LA. Now we're here in your home country at DragCon UK. What is it like being back? Do you know what? It's been a long time coming, but I'm just so blessed to finally... Look, I'll level with you. We were so lucky to have an amazing turnout for DragCon UK in 2020. And so many people were introduced to the show and the franchises sure. during the COVID pandemic that now they're excited to get back out and see yeah. everybody. And to be honest, it has been so exciting to see so many exciting faces just running around this yeah. convention hall. You are here with so many of your international sisters from so many franchises. Was there anyone you were so excited to meet for the first time? Oh my God, do you know what? Me and Anita from Down Under mm -hmm. have not met and we've been dying to meet each other for years and years and years. We've known each other and this has finally been our opportunity. We were going to meet in LA, but I think she was kind of busy around that time. Sure, <laughs> sure. But no, it's been a dream come true and to meet all the French divas, mm -hmm. the Spanish divas, it's just been so fantastic and they are phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah. We last night went to see um, the Drag Race Hispania cast perform with Teresa. Oh mm -hmm. my god, what a show. I mean, I wish I could have gone, but I needed to sleep. Sleep is important. Yeah. Is important. So last we spoke in LA, you were about to tour America. Yes. What was that like? Honestly, a dream come true. It was places that I never thought I'd go. I got to go to Dallas, Chicago, Washington, D.C. I got to see the White House, and I know sometimes that's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. But no, it was insane because it's all these places that you see on TV and in movies yeah. and suddenly it's there in front of your face I was just like 
I'm I'm a queen that just soaks up every moment and just runs with it because I never know if I'm going to get this opportunity again. So who knows what the future holds? How do my friends in New York treat you? Um, I don't want to be biased, but I think it was one of the best shows we did. Yeah. And you guys turned the party up and then we had a day off after so i went to the bars and i yeah, and I, I saw the yeah. i saw the divas mm-hmm. doing their thing in new york pieces. oh yes mm-hmm. oh yes oh my god <laughs> one of the best shows i've actually ever seen yeah what's next for cheryl look i i i had a slice of pie last year we're traveling the world next year i want the full pie i want the apple the cherry and the blackberry pie give me all Well, it's so great seeing you again. Thanks for chatting. No, thank you, Gorgies. And enjoy your weekend. I am here with the fashion queen, Ahura. How are you? I'm good. I'm sitting tense through the door. (laughs) I am so excited to meet DragCon LA, but we are here in the UK. What is it like being back for DragCon? Well, this is the first DragCon UK since first season right yeah so there hasn't ever been a UK drag con but comparing it to LA I was a bit apprehensive because LA I think it was more about the US girls so I came here being unprepared Mm -hmm. so we came in it was a very mad rush and a lot of cues which was very overwhelming so I'm I'm loving it it's been really nice to feel the love and also god losing nails shit (laughs) Uh, feel the love and just feel you know like we're able to give back to people got us where we are absolutely and there are so many international franchises here anyone you're excited to see I have been obsessed since before I did drag with Valentina Mm -hmm. and I was at the hotel just having a drink and she looks at me and she goes mi amore like this pulls me over and she goes girl I love you you're oh context (laughs) She's like, girl, I love you. You are the fantasy. And I was like, bitch, I mean, I've got a photo of me 19 with you at heaven in a meet and greet. Like, and as a boy, before I did drag, I went, this is so surreal. I love it. So, yeah, that was amazing. What has the reception been since your season aired? Mixed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, um, it's always crazy. I think it's a lot of weight playing the the villain of the season. But um, it's been good. It's been good to... Have, I'm kind of glad it happened because it's allowed people that if people think I'm the villain, I love that when they do meet me, they go, oh, you're actually a lot nicer or more relatable than I thought. Yeah. And I'm like, God, I'm glad you took the time to give me a chance and not just judge me off of the show. Personally, I need to thank you for UK Hun because it came into my life at a point where I was having troubles because I had yeah. some back issues and I couldn't walk. Yeah. But that song got me through it. So yeah. thank you. No, thank you. I mean, the song's changed, I think, so many of our lives. Yeah. It came at a time when... We was all at home. No one could go out. Literally. And we all just wanted something joyful and joyous. And I think to see, you know, four faggots on a stage dance around in wigs, having a great time, is kind of what we all needed in the world at that time. Like, just to feel like there's something happy coming in our way. And it was great. Yeah. What's next for Ahura? Oh, I'll be telling everything, Mom. But um, I've got two big things next year. I've got my own TV show. Mm Well, this year, sorry. This year. 23. This year, I've got my own TV show. My podcast comes out. Amazing. And at the end of the year, I might be doing a little dancey dancey show. So we'll Love see. that. Well, congratulations and everything. It's an Thank honor you, meeting baby. you. Thank you, You too. I am here with the current reigning. Danny Beard, how are you? I am. Can I swear? Absolutely. Fucking shattered. Knackered. Congratulations Tired. on your victory. What does it feel like to be the winner of Drag Race? Um, until this weekend, it kind of felt right and normal. And now after DragCon feels bizarre as hell yeah. because there's hundreds and hundreds of people that I've met over this weekend that are so lovely that take something from Drag Race that's yeah. connected with the moment or... Sorry, you can hear the stage behind someone screaming. It's probably Pixie. Um, <laughs> It's just, it's humbling, it's its crazy, it's weird. My yeah. job is weird, isn't it? Yeah. Please tell me it is, because I need it other people weird. to tell me that I have a weird job. It is weird, but it's a touching job, and you get to reach a lot of people. its I'm blessed, really. I could be stuck doing something I really don't like, and drag has allowed me to carve my own path in life and my own career. I'm self-employed, and I love everything I do. So to be here and meet the people that keep me in a job, I've had the best time. Absolutely. Now we're here with a lot of international franchises. Who is who have you met that's been super exciting for you? Uh, Silky. Yeah. Silky, not Megan Ash. I'm obsessed with Silky. I've always been obsessed with Silky. I like those who are 
probably very uh, self-serving that I like people that are like me. But, uh, you know, she's loud. She's, she, people might think she's obnoxious, but she's got heart and, you know, loud and overconfident. And, you know, even when, in, when I'm scared or I'm nervous, I go, my, my first resort is to be more loud. And, and people forget that sometimes it's a front, you know? Absolutely. And we're, we're human. And I, I connected like that with Silky when I watched the show. So I've been starstruck meeting I Silky. So drag has become an expression for a lot of young people. What advice would you have for baby queens who are starting out? I'd say don't bother, it's uncomfortable. You have to talk and squash things in that you don't want to squash in. Um, listen, it's fun and it's self-expression and it's, I'm me when I, whether I'm exquisitely decorated or not, you know? This is just me decorating myself silly and making myself more appealing to the eye. But um, I'd say go for it, be inspired, get inspired, see as much drag as you can, you know, and start with your local scene because yeah. that, that shapes who you are and what you are. Absolutely. You had some incredible looks throughout the season, but my favorite is the Little Shop of Horrors look. Yeah. How did you get it there? B by hook and crook. <laughs> it came in its own bag. And you're only allowed a certain amount of bags for drag cons, sure. so I had to ring the producer up and say, I've got this look. And it was well It might be it. in its own bag. Yeah, it and was they were well like, no. Um, and then I just turned up and said, this is it though. <laughs> you you won a badge for it, but I'm also going to give you a coveted Rue Block Talk badge for it. it oh, thank you. Brilliant, brilliant. Oh, I love that. Thank That's you. That's going straight on my little stand there. Now, podcaster to podcaster, what can you tell us about Gossip Gaze? The Gossip Gaze podcast is me and my best friend, Billy, who's helping me on the booth today. And we talk all kinds of shit. We catch up every week and we, we talk, put the world to right. We talk about current affairs, queer affairs and things that get us going like food. We have snack of the week. We answer letters to our listeners with their problems and we try and we try and help our listeners out and, and we've got a great community of people all over the world that love listening and again I'm just blessed that I'm able to connect with the audience on that level. I think podcasting gives people gives people something really that to connect with and yeah. you know podcasting's personal it's not a television show Absolutely. that you tune in every certain day on a certain you know people say oh I walk my dogs listening to you oh i do the dishes listening to you oh i listen to you in the bath like everyone has their little routine with a podcast and to be able to fit around people's lives that like what you do and appreciate you again i'm just really fucking grateful so listen to it it's available wherever you can get your podcasts it's called the gossip gaze and if i do say so myself it's fucking brilliant i love it well, it is an honor meeting you. Congratulations on all your success. Thank and I can't you, wait darling. to see what you do next. Listen, Block Talk, I will see you again, I'm sure. Thank you for having Absolutely. me on your show. I am here with one of my personal heroes, Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence Cheney. How are you? I'm all right. My voice is breaking because I've been sucking dick mainly of course, of course. but I've been talking to so many people at DragCon it's been insane absolutely I mean I was at DragCon LA hoping to interview you and you were just so popular it's insane I, I especially in America I never thought anyone in America would be able to understand anything I said yeah. let alone be a fan of me so it, it truly is very uh, humbling um, I want to thank you for a couple things um, I was at the bring back my girls panel and bring when, back my girls. And when you just spoke about being proud of being in your body, I felt seen. So I thank you for that. Well, I yeah, I literally said I'm very proud to be fat. Um, and it causes so much controversy online because, um, you know, people were like, I will never, I can't believe they're uh, standing up for uh, obesity and obesity is terrible. And I was like, yeah, but there comes a point where so many people I remember say to me, and they, you know, any haters out there, they always say, oh, well, um, go for a jog. Yep. Oh, go for a run. But truly, society is catered to be against plus-size people, yep. both in the way we're viewed visually on, on magazine covers, for example, tabloid headlines, but also being thin and dieting is expensive. Yes. These fad diets, slim, fast, fruit and veg, fresh fruit and veg, mm -hmm. organic foods, healthier foods, yeah. cost more. You can buy a bar of chocolate for 25p, right? You can buy a fucking punnet of strawberries 
for £1.89 or something yeah. like that. Yes, I understand why fat people stay fucking fat. Yeah. Because it's cheaper. That's true. Know? And I was having an issue with my back, and I wasn't able to walk for a good period of time. But UK Hunts saved me. Bing, bang, bong. I'm it, not going to sing anymore. You wouldn't have the royalties. It really was but. one of the best moments that I think the franchise has ever had. So thank you for that. Thank you. I, I think it's one of the best songs ever because yeah. it was just about four people on Drag Race having fun. Yeah. You know, and we, we, we had no ambitions with it. We thought the song sounded shite. And... Uh, but we were just having fun. We were like, yeah. oh, this is never going to be Destroyers. But hey, let's have a laugh. And it kind of topped it in the charts. It sure so. did. <laughs> I mean, I use it as a, one of my alarm clocks in the morning. Oh. <laughs> be playing at my funeral. <laughs> it's going to be like, Lawrence is dead now. Bing, bang. But everyone's just going to be crying to the sound of that. How has your win impacted the Scottish drag scene? I, I hope it has... Uh, proved to the promoters the worth in Scottish drag. You know, before, I would love to say something profound, like, I've shown how talented Scottish drag queens are. I don't need to show how talented yeah. Scottish drag queens are. Scottish drag queens and drag queens in general are talented. They are workhorses. I, I just hope that it showed the promoters that were paying me £15 a night, yeah. £1.5, £15 a night, that that's ridiculous Absolutely. because you can go on Drag Race and win it. I, I practically, if I went on the American season, I would have won $100,000. I didn't. I won a WoW Presents Digital Plus series, but it's the equivalent of Absolutely. that. You know what I mean? And it's about time we had that representation in Scotland. What's next for Lawrence? I want to do the Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, I love that. It's renowned all around the world. I want to show my fringe and my minge at I'm the Edinburgh Fringe. I love it. Um, one last thing. It's my mate Harry's birthday. Can you say happy birthday to him? All right, Harry, babes. It's me, Lawrence Cheney. I love you. Thank you so much for chatting. It's an honor meeting you. Oh, stop. Stop flirting. <laughs> what are you doing after the show? I don't know. Whatever this bitch is doing. <laughs> And that was our journey through DragCon UK 2023. Get ready for more fun from DragCon LA 2023 coming your way soon. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And be sure to visit our friends at DaftBoy at DaftBoy.com and use code BLOCKTALK15 for 15% off your purchase on Clack Fans, Festival Wear, and more. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs>